It is time once again for the Ned Declassified School Survival Guide podcast, the Nedcast. This is Kirk. And this is Jacob. Jacob. What's up? Not too much on this end, uh, you know. It's uh, more of the same. Well, I don't know if it's even worth getting into. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not really at this point. <laughs> but yeah, today it was episode 11. Yep. We have, uh, this is now Mark's, after this episode, two more episodes, and that's it for season one. Yes, almost done. And then we have to um, buy season two on Amazon again. That's true. I'm sure it'll be worth the, I, what was it? It was like eleven or twelve dollars. Yeah, it was not very expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's that's worth it. It was worth it for sure. Now we just own them forever. It's true. They can't take it off now that we own it, right? That's I like, hope not. <laughs> that'd be fucked. If if they do, I'm gonna need to find a way to download. I wonder if you could download on Amazon. I'm gonna need a refund, Amazon. <laughs> First of Amazon, all, Amazon, you promised. They have a good return policy. Um, yeah, so the first part of the mini-sode was daydreaming. Yes, it was, um, we were, we were anticipating this one for a while, because if you look at the thumbnail on Amazon, you see that the Fairly Odd Parents are in the thumbnail. Yeah, which is a little bit jarring and a little bit strange. <laughs> yeah, it's a first for the show. It's the first crossover with another Nick show. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. the series. Is it the only one? That's a good question. I can't remember any, honestly. It could be. Any other ones besides this yeah, one? Yeah, no. Hmm. I mean, they do a lot of parodies, yeah. but like straight up crossovers? Nope. No, I don't remember any. <laughs> I don't think so. But yeah, it starts up um, with what we don't know is a dream sequence, but it is a dream sequence, a daydream sequence. Yes. S- Susie's getting bullied by, by boys. Yeah. Which By Loomer and the gang. Lot. Yeah, I feel like in this show you don't see a lot necessarily of of cross gender bullying. Not a ton of it, no. Which I don't know whether or not that's true to life. Um, I feel like it probably doesn't happen in real life unless it's like sexually aggressive in nature. <laughs> that's true. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not just like beating them up. Yeah, I mean I can't I from my personal life, Anything's I don't, I, I don't remember any of that stuff happening. But you know, I'm sure it happens. Probably, like, yeah. What, how much? Yeah, everything happens <laughs> for sure. But yeah, Ned, anything and Ned everything stands up to them. Yeah, Ned, Ned is like, hey, yeah, he's stop pissed. it. But then he rolls up, and uh, the squad comes in. You know, so it's it's Ned, Cook, and Moe standing there. Yeah, and uh, we find out real quick that this is not reality because they all have superpowers yeah cookie's superpower is like he's basically like uh what is it is it x-ray right cyclops guy cyclops (laughs) that's his name right cyclops i think you're right yeah so he he turns the white thing up on his glass there he like moves that a little bit and then he shoots a beam of light at the um which guy is it's the skinhead guy he disintegrates he disintegrates him. <laughs> yeah. He, fucking he disappears. Dies. Yeah, and then Moe's power is that she like has the ability to like breathe really powerfully and like blows away the curly haired guy. Yeah, she's like Storm, I guess. Yeah. I guess they are just kinda like X Men, huh? Yeah, yeah. Very the way that they show it, I feel like it's very much like the early two thousands X Men. Yeah. Which was coming out 
I mean, around this time. I think right? a little bit Probably. earlier. Yeah, a little bit is when it started. Sure. What was the first one came out in like '99 or something like that, right? Yeah, the first one's really, really early. Yeah. It's '99. I think you're right. Um, and, um, yeah, Ned's ability. But it would have been fresh on everyone's mind. That's true. I mean, they still would have been pumping out. Like the second one and the third one would have been coming around and around this time. I yeah, that's what I mean. I think X3 came out in, in 2005 or something. All of those ones a little bit mediocre, I think, right? I mean, like some might even say the first one was also mediocre. Yeah, no, I'm clumping the. F- the full trilogy <laughs> oh yeah 100 percent. the only the literally and i mean lit, well i guess so ian mccallan he's fine like he's pretty good as magneto yeah you know mm-hmm. um patrick stewart's pretty good hugh jackman's the and king hugh, obviously i was gonna say all, the only saving grace was hugh jackman but to be i wanted to be fair to ian mccallan and patrick stewart they're pretty good too yeah everyone else is garbage trash oh yeah be, so bad <laughs> but i mean so, hugh jackman is like the one though. That's the one that everybody remembers because he he had the the best career with it. Honestly, well, he's so good. Yeah, is it's the character. perfect portrayal. And I don't know how they're gonna recover now that he's not doing it anymore. Have they cast anybody um, yeah, to play know. Wolverine again? I haven't heard anything about the. Uh... <laughs> I hadn't heard anything about the like moving forward with the character of Wolverine. Oh really? Yeah, I, I feel like. Well, I mean, I haven't heard anything specific, but I I know that he's not doing it anymore, and I know that they're going to continue to make the movies. So, like, <laughs> they're just going to have to come up with a uh, or find a new person, I would think, like they do with Spider-Man yeah. all the time. That's true. Yeah, I don't have any suggestions. Same with, like, Iron Man, whenever they reboot Iron Man up again, um, since Robert Downey Jr. is not doing it anymore. Oh, he said he's not, he's done? Uh, I mean, I think so. And also, he died. I bet he <laughs> Oh yeah, well I don't know nothing. Spoiler I, I, I alert! Keep up with that. If you haven't seen fucking yeah, Endgame, <laughs> not at all. They could bring him back. I mean, they do shit like that all the time. But that's true. But I think he I is feel done. like he he'd do it for another billion dollars or whatever, whatever he gets paid now. True, true. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Ned's Ned, Ned's power yeah. is that he has like um some sort of He's like Professor X. Yeah, he has like telepathy or whatever telepathy. <laughs> <laughs> He, he retrieves yeah he, he uses the force to retrieve uh the backpack force. <laughs> he's a fucking jedi um but yeah that that's uh so once he saves um Susie crabgrass he like starts to like kiss her in the dream and then that's when it, um like he wakes up because uh sweeney's like there and he's waking him up and everybody laughs at ned because he's kissing the air yeah which i mean it takes it he must be in a deep deep state of of de- like depersonalization or something to to get to that point i feel like yeah i don't think i've ever had a daydream that hard before no i mean have you ever been told hey stop daydreaming because after this it goes into like the reality you know his tips and everything he's like we've all heard everybody stop daydreaming and pay attention i don't know if i've ever been told that no i've i've never had that scenario happen to me i feel like every time that i daydream it's really just like me zoning out and like i'm just staring but I've never had anybody shake me awake. Yeah, have you ever seen that happen to anybody? Never, not once. No, I've yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. it happen <laughs> when people are legitimately sleeping. <laughs> sure, of course, that's that's a different you thing. You know, though. head down. Yeah. Um, but no, not not as extreme as the case in the show. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's, I think this is one of the episodes where it's like they try to make this a thing, but I don't know if it's really a thing. It doesn't take away from the episode. Yeah, no, but uh, no. 
but yeah, I don't know how, how relatable that really truly is. Yeah. It starts cycling through people having daydreams. Um, I forget what the, the first one is, but the second one is them looking out the window. And I feel like that's the most relatable one. Yeah. But it's like, if, if, if he's mad at you looking out the window, it's like, why have a fucking window anyway? That's true. Close the blinds. Or close the blinds. No, suck. Put them in a just a chamber with no windows. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. That would solve everything, honestly. Yeah, maybe a fire hazard, I guess. <laughs> um, Sweeney. Yeah, Sweeney's a real bastard in this episode. He's a supervillain. He is. Yeah, he looks cooler as a supervillain. Honestly, he's wearing like a dope, oh, like yeah. all light gray outfit. His hair is it, slicked like, is, back. I, I didn't notice his outfit. Is it like a Blofeld like suit? No, it was like his normal outfit, but it was all light gray instead of like a white jacket and like a, like whatever color shirt he has on normally. Okay, yeah, and and every time they show him in the dream that we're gonna get into, he's got he's surrounded by red light. Yeah, and he's got like all I, sorts of like test tubes and like shit around him. Yeah, he's a mad scientist. Yeah. So his he's he's a, he's the Riddler in this episode. He's he's fucking the entire class over. Everybody wants pizza. It's time to go to lunch. He's like, uh-uh, you're staying here, bitch. Yeah, I want to say solve not my legal. riddle. I, I don't think that... Uh, can, they, can the teacher keep you after the bell? I know it's just the like lunch. Legally? I know it's just the lunch bell, but that's got to be against a couple of rules. I mean, these kids have a limited amount of time to eat. Yeah, only like, what, 30 minutes? That's what, That's a usual lunch time, right? That sounds about right. That's not enough time to be able to get down there, get through the line after all this is going on. And you need a break. I mean, you got to recharge. You got to socialize. This is the reason you go to public school. He doesn't understand. He's psycho. We've told us. We've said this before. He is a fucking psycho. But yeah, on the, the words he writes on the board: water, wolf, and trap door. Yeah. Now you have to associate what is the connection between these words. Immediately, I, yeah, I you I, called I it. Said, <laughs> They're all types of spiders. Well, you didn't know what a water spider was. <laughs> no, but I knew that that was the answer. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Remember but I never heard of a water the... spider. I never heard of a water spider. Yeah, I didn't remember the the answer to the riddle. Nor did I guess it. <laughs> I was like them in this. I would just been walking around the room, <laughs> just screaming. No, wolf and wolf and trapdoor was all I needed to uh, to nail that. Yeah. But the the first guess was like the the curly hair guy. He's like, you wrote him that way. Yeah. Everybody thought that was a slam dunk. <laughs> yeah, everybody was like, oh. <laughs> he's like, no. And then Ned, I think, says it's your list for Santa. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> I want water, a wolf, and a trap door. <laughs> that's a pretty good. That's a good list. Yeah, and that basically is what spurs on the uh, the fantasy this episode which the entire episode transitions into this you know fantasy um thing which is the mechanism by which ned eventually is able to solve the riddle yeah and it's basically a james bond fantasy it is and it also kind of makes sense that this is all before lunch too because i feel like um at least for me um i get like i zone out more if i'm like super hungry you know or fatigued that too and you're anticipating not having to be in class for a little while yeah you don't want to be there so i mean it makes sense that this is all taking place right directly before lunch but um yeah so ned goes through he he goes through the floor into the tile trap door 
and um, yeah. he drops into his dope ass uh, what we think is a Mercedes. Yeah, I think it's some sort of early two thousands. They don't show like, yeah. Well, I think you see something like when he first drops into it, but like you don't see a good shot of it. Mm. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at it. But based on the contours and curves of the car, yeah, it's like kind of cool looking, but it's not that cool looking. <laughs> pretty sure it's a, of some sort of early two thousands Mercedes. I mean, it was pretty fly. It was cool. I would drive it. Yeah, for sure. It was a it was a two door uh, convertible. You see it in the credit sequence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the first obstacle, yeah, the first obstacle that Sweeney spawns to uh, thwart them is ninjas. Yeah, two ninjas, of course, just two. Yeah, um, they don't have swords. No, they don't have anything except for their um, like menacing nature about them. I mean, they just spray water on them. And that yeah, uh, takes him out. He takes him down with his water cannon. Leading car. Sweeney to say, yeah, leading Sweeney to say the line, "I should have got the waterproof ninjas." Yeah, classic. Um, and this the, is where we go back to Sweeney in the class. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I, my next note is the terrible CG wheel spin. So I don't. I'm not sure what happens in between that. Well, we go back to the class. We see it is, it's established. You know, like in reality, which is really what's happening, Sweeney is holding the class hostage for pizza. Yes. Uh, if they don't solve this riddle here. Yeah, everybody's going mad. He's got a pulley with a pizza on it, and he's pulling it up and down, and they're all like <laughs> struggling. That was pretty funny. This is during the dream sequence. This is not reality. <laughs> yeah. Though they're hard to discern one from the other sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Um, oh, also, um, Cookie is basically like Q, where he's like on he's like on Ned's watch, and he's able to like talk back and forth from to the from the lab. Yeah, he's mission control. Yeah, and um, he tries to break into the door because they pull up to the classroom, and they they try to just open the door to get everybody out, but. Um, Cookie's not able to, uh, I guess, do it correctly. And then two more blast doors come down. Yeah, they're like metal doors. One comes down vertically and then one comes off uh, across horizontally. Yeah, similar to uh, if you've seen uh, Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace in the beginning when they're on the spaceship and uh, Qui-Gon's cutting through the door and then two more blast doors come down. It's just like that. I want to say it's an homage to it. <laughs> Ooh, that probably hasn't happened in any other movies, I guess. <laughs> Blast doors are only in Star Wars. Though this room does have a cool neon sign hanging up. It's like an arrow and it says evil science room. Yes, it was a very dope sign. Um, I would have it in my house. Oh, and this is um, where the Fairly Odd Parents come into play. Right before we get into that, I do have the note here. Moe's has a sweet jacket. It's like a sweet pink racing jacket. Yeah, it's like a motorcycle jacket, right? Yeah, it's like a yeah moto jacket. Yeah, it's leather. We can only assume it's leather. <laughs> Might be fake leather. Could be, but I hope it's real. It's a $1,000 jacket, dude. <laughs> yeah, man, she's got the bucks. He's wearing a tuxedo. Yeah, James Bond has only the nicest things. <laughs> Ned Bond. Huh. 
But yeah, like you said, the Paley Odd Parents arrive. We had not heard their voices in probably years. Yeah, it's been a super long time, and I was pretty thrown by the voices, honestly. You didn't. You forgot how abrasive they were. I forgot how insane the voices were. Yeah, or maybe they just sound crazier in a live action show. No, they're crazy voices. I mean, cartoon voices, I guess, a lot of times are crazy voices. So there's also that disconnect. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're they're like you said, Wanda, very shrill. Mm-hmm. Cosmo and sounds then, out of his mind. It's also a falsetto. He always talks in a falsetto for some yeah. reason. Yeah, it's also the the guy who plays Gordy. It's him doing the exactly. voice acting. Yes, which you can you that's can why, hear it. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. That's why Gordy isn't in this episode because it would be too obvious. It's yeah, he's in the next um, part of the episode, but not this he one. is. Um, Fairly Odd Parents are not. But yeah, so the uh, Fairly Odd Parents show up, and their plan or Cosmo's plan is either snow cones or poof them into the room. And uh, they pick to get poofed into the room. Imagine that. <laughs> they did not pick snow cones. So then they're in the room. Um, Sweeney's like, haha, now you're in here now. You gotta guess the riddle. Yes. Ned, Ned tries to get Moe's to, like, I guess, fight him or something because she's bigger. Yeah, yeah. She, he wants her to fight him. And she's like, no. Um, and, then he, and then he shoots a web at them. And that was crazy. Yeah, he does. It's really insane. Um, it's a CG web at first. Yeah, like, and then it turns right? into like a yarn, like Halloween decoration web. Yeah, I don't know if they matched it that well. I would say they didn't match it well at all. They didn't even try. They didn't. <laughs> it's like the CG web is like a thick gray web, and then the the real IRL like practical web is like you said it's thin thin yarn and it's white but why didn't they just do the practical one the whole time you could shoot a a net at somebody that's there's so many ways to do that no 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 it has to be a web that comes out of nowhere and makes them stick to the wall i feel like it could have been done practically it could have been you know and it would have looked better yeah but this obviously gives it away to ned he's like oh wait this guy's like a big spider yeah. And then he looks around the room, and I mentioned this when we were watching the episode, all around the perimeter of, like, the top um, part of the wall is, like, it's, like, really something that you'd see in, like, a third grade classroom, I feel like. Yeah, it's something you'd it's see like... in a really, like, young classroom, for sure. Yeah, it's, like, colored blocks with different animals on it and their names. Yeah. And there just so happens to be three of them with spiders on it, you know, a wolf spider, a trapdoor spider, and a water spider. Yes. So... That's what that is. Yeah, Ned figures it out, solves it for everyone. Um, and then it, before the dream sequence, or no, actually, this is real life. Uh, he, so he tries to kiss um, Crabgrass, and she denies him. Oh, so he, that's the whole time in real life he tries to do that? Yeah, yeah, he tries to do that in real life. He almost violates her privacy. He does. She puts up the hand. She says, yeah. no, thank you. Yeah. Her attitude toward Ned fluctuates so wildly. It's all over the place. But we found out in the in the uh, prom episode or whatever that was, the one where they went dancing. Um, her attitude is always fluctuating. <laughs> I guess that's remember right. with Seth Just Powers generally. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's to be expected needs, with crabgrass. Maybe she needs to be on meds. <laughs> I don't remember that being a part of her personality though. 
you know it's because she's not even really have she doesn't really have a personality even i guess all that stuff happens kind of in season two it does at this point she's basically a one-dimensional character yeah she's someone who ned um likes she's an object for ned well she's She's the object of ned's desire yes um yeah so then everybody gets let out to go to the lunchroom to get pizza and um, the bullies get the last slices right before Ned, so he doesn't get any. But there was a big tray of nugs, which I assume he went for. That's what I would have gone for if there was no Zaw. There was a bunch of stuff behind the glass. There was there. all like sorts said, of stuff. No one else was eating anything other than the Zaw. And those nugs looked classic. Yeah, they were just like the kind of nugs you'd get at school or the ones you can get at like uh, a grocery store in the frozen section. Exactly. Same shit. You know? Was there fries? I think there might have been some fries in there, too. I think there was, yeah, there, there. I think there was some sort of mac and cheese next to the, um... Dare I say, I would rather have cafeteria nugs and mac and cheese than cafeteria pizza. I think that's valid, because cafeteria pizza is pretty right? bad. <laughs> I used it's to I used to go for nugs um, almost 100% of the time, honestly. Um, yeah, exactly. If, if possible. Like, the only time I could see considering the pizza is um, when they had, like, different types of pizza. Like, sometimes at our high school, they would have the um, French bread pizza, which was pretty good. Oh, yeah, um, that's classic. And then if you wanted to really drop some dollars, they had the Red Baron personal pizzas. I never got one, though, because they were, like, five bucks a pop. Wow. They were way too expensive. I had a $10 budget for the whole week, so I definitely couldn't Whoa. do it. <laughs> well, because school lunch was only $2, so it was $2 every single day of the week, you know? Yeah, I guess that's right. Wow, that's so much more expensive. Yeah. My mom gave me a tenner, and she was like, make this last. I was like, I got you, Mom. <laughs> she gave you a tenny? Yeah, she'd put it up in the mall money jar, remember, above the fridge? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's... One thing I noticed mm-hmm. was um, everybody cheers their piece of pizza. Like, they cheers pizzas. They do, yeah. The bullies cheers them together. How come Billy gets two, by the way? Because he's bigger. He needs the sustenance. Well, I mean, that's fair. Because one slice of pizza really is not going to fill you up. If anything, that's just going to aggravate you. What do you think? The lunch lady's going to enforce any sort of rule of law? She should. (laughs) I don't even think they paid. I don't know. (laughs) Some schools have like a card system, right? You swipe your card and it comes out of your account or whatever. But now you do your fingerprint, right? I don't know what the fuck you do. I think they had the fingerprint thing at our school. I like in high school. I didn't do it, but um, yeah, in high school. I don't think I bought lunch one time in high school. Oh, (laughs) well, I'm pretty sure they had a thing where you could scan your fingerprint. It was hooked to your account. I avoided the cafeteria like the plague. That's future shit. Yeah, I stayed outside. Yeah. Uh, But that's pretty much the episode. Uh, What do you rate it out of uh, 10 weasels? Let me see. It was, um, I thought it was a strong one. Yeah. I thought it was definitely fun. Um, I'll, I'll go 8.5. Ooh, nice. I think it was one of the better ones, even though, you know, like you said, the, uh, there was some shrill cartoons in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. I think that this episode was really cool because they did a lot of cool stuff like in the dream sequences and stuff and i like all the um like um parody stuff that they did with like 007 and everything 
uh, but I didn't laugh a whole lot, not out loud That's at fair. least. I didn't, yep. I didn't laugh out loud, which is what I really want to get out of these kind of shows. Um, mm. So I'll pro- I'll give it a seven out of ten. Seven out of ten weasels. Uh, for the first part, um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with an eight. I'm gonna just say eight even on this one. Okay. Yeah, going back a little bit. A little, just a little bit. Yeah. But it was still it was a good one. It was a very good episode. Um, yeah. So the next episode is Jim. Yep. Goes like always straight into the next one. Yep. Um, I think the first tip is basically don't wear a tracksuit. Yeah, it says leave the saggy sweats at home. And this is where we see Cookie wearing a really dope, like, red and... Is it red and yellow, the colors? It's, like, red and, like, burnt orange. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's wearing a dope tracksuit. Um, it has his name on the back. Um, <laughs> and he's, like, sweating like crazy doing jumping jacks in this first scene. Yeah, it's like a velvet tracksuit. Yeah, it's something that you just would never wear to middle school gym. You're supposed to wear that when you're just doing nothing. Yeah, when you're chilling. You're smoking a cigar or something. Yeah. Um, and then the next um, tip is that you're supposed to wash your gym clothes once a week. I feel like that's One not time. enough. <laughs> it seems like it's not enough. I don't know how often they're having gym. seems like I, it's every, every day. Every single day, I would assume. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah that's you're wearing the same gym clothes for... <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends how strenuously you're being, but it sounds like they're working these kids to the bone in this gym class. Oh, in this one, for sure. I feel like in my gym class in middle school, I think I've swapped out my clothes like every other day or something. You got you to gotta keep it fresh, you know, especially you depending so. on the activity. You would think so. Um, but all yeah, their stuff is insane. in the gym, so it's got to be a little bit less sweat. But these guys are sweating like crazy, so I really don't know. What versus going outside? Yeah, at least in like California where they're at, or like Florida where we're at. Like, if you go outside, you're sweating no matter what. Yeah, and and we would go. They would they would have us go. <laughs> they force you. They say get out there and sweat, and then go back to school, and you're gonna stink. We're gonna play soccer. We're gonna play tennis. Tennis was always a good time. Tennis, you want to play tennis? Tennis was a good time. That, that that's the reason why I still play tennis these days because uh I got to try it in high school. Um, and he says there's no tests in gym. He does say that. Sometimes there are. There definitely are. Well, maybe not like a traditional test. I don't remember ever taking like a written test, at least not in proper gym. It wasn't health class, but they're um, evaluating your, unless it's hope and it's both gym and health in the same class. Yeah. I, I don't really count that though. Cause that's, that's like your health class basically. Um, but in regular gym, they do make you do like that, uh, like, what is it called? Like the president's like standard test or some shit like that. Is it the still fuck? called that? What the fuck was it called? <laughs> no, I think that's what it's, that's, that sounds right. Yeah. It's the I don't know why it's called that. Because <laughs> the president wants to know how his stock is in case he needs to draft everybody. So he's like, keep these kids from getting too huge. Well, I'll tell you what, at least some poor. of them, <laughs> at least like 20% of them. And uh, and have them be in peak physical condition. I will me. say that I'm pretty sure most of the people in my gym classes could not do the activities that they were making us do, at least not to the fullest extent. <laughs> they have, like, yeah, the standards they set are, like, absurd, I feel like. They were, like, telling us to do, like, a couple pull-ups. I couldn't do a single pull-up in I high school. I couldn't do a single pull-up in <laughs> I could do school. them now, and I couldn't do them then, man. I was scrawny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you weighed, like however much less than but like yeah the musculature was not developed Mm -mm. 
No, I was a. And it's not. And it's not like they build you up to it. It's like no, they don't. It's like out of nowhere. Any point out of yeah, nowhere, yeah, they're yeah. just like, hey, start doing pull-ups, and you're like, what? Instead of, <laughs> instead of playing like floor soccer today, we're gonna you're gonna do pull-ups and climb a rope. They didn't make us climb a rope. That no, was, no, no. That, that would have been people would have died. <laughs> people would have died. Apparently, they did that shit in like the seventies, though. That's like, crazy. According to movies. Uh, yeah, according I, to movies. I don't believe it. I need to ask my parents though if they did it in their gym class. I am curious. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, they don't. They, all the activities that I ever remember doing in gym were all just like cardiovascular. Like none of them were like, uh, like lifting or doing any sort of muscle mass. <laughs> you know, like any weight lifting push-ups. at all. Push-ups, but that was a part of the um, a part of the of part of the uh, evaluations. Almost exclusively. Yeah, only a part of the evaluations, exactly. Mm-hmm. So they kind of set you up for failure, which is kind of bullshit. Yeah, they're assuming that you're like weight training uh, with just on your off on your off time, I guess. Which uh, I'll give you a little hint: uh, we weren't, <laughs> <laughs> except for like a couple of summers when the gym was free. That was close to my house. Yeah, but that was in high school. That was not. That was yeah, several yeah, yeah. years in high school. <laughs> true. 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 Um. But yeah, so the next note is that Ned says you can take a sink shower if you're not comfortable with a real shower. A sink shower? Yeah. How clean could you get? Not that clean. I mean, it's it's basically like a hobo shower, right? Is that what that is? Or is a hobo, hobo. shower with net with uh, wet naps? A hobo shower. I don't, I don't know. I didn't know hobos <laughs> took showers. Well, they take these kind of showers, man. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no. You, you're not... You're not taking a shower at school unless, like, something horrific happens. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't think I ever took a single shower in high school no. or in middle school. Never. No. I don't really remember um, anybody doing it. I just remember everybody blasting each other with, like, Axe Spray, like the body spray stuff. Yeah, I'm sure it happened because uh, I'm pretty sure they had showers. They did, yeah, for sure. But probably not after gym class. I mean, you don't have that. They don't give you that much time. Come on. <laughs> they don't give you time to do anything, dude. Yeah. They just that's expect for, everything to get done. That's for people after like sport practice for, for them to, to to bond further. Yeah, to slap ass. <laughs> it's just a big collective shower. <laughs> like, like a prison, like yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> like in Shawshank when everybody's just like right next to each other. Like in, uh, yeah, Shawshank. Jeez. Man, I just rewatched Shawshank. I didn't realize how much like um, like rape there was in that movie. No, no, I completely forgot. My mind blacked that out. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of rape and suicide in that movie. It's pretty. I remember the up. suicide. I didn't remember the the rape at all. There's a ton of yeah. it though. It's it's like the first third it's, of the movie. <laughs> it's a frustrating movie to watch. I don't think I'd want to watch it again. I I I, re- I recommend you know? it. It's a good one. I mean, it's a no. It's a good movie. I know Abby had never seen it before, it. so I was like, "Oh, you gotta see it." Have you still not seen the Green Mile? No, I haven't. <laughs> I've seen Shawshank like three times, but I haven't seen the Green Mile. <laughs> yeah, I mean that movie's pretty fucked up too. I've seen the. I mean, I've seen like the execution scene in the Green Mile because they show it in film class. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember which film class it was, but we watched it in one of them. Yeah, I mean they were like, "Look at all these a, dope shots," and I was like, "Yeah, those are crazy." It's just kind of a downer. Yeah, I do need to see it sometime. Um, one of these days. Round out your Stephen King short stories about prison that turn into like three plus hour movies list. <laughs> Shawshank's not three plus. Shawshank's like two forty, I think. 
I think okay, the green fine. mile is three plus. I'm pretty sure that's why I said that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Cook- Cookie's issue this episode is he, like we said, he keeps getting sweaty, so he runs back. He's, he's. You can see he's. I mean, absurd pit stains down oh, to yeah. like his stomach. Really. Yeah, it's horrifying. <laughs> Ned has a cool look in this episode. He's got a um. And we were debating this. You <laughs> yeah. Think, you think it's two shirts or three? I, I think he's wearing two shirts. I think he's got the button down over a um, multicolored long sleeve. And that's fair. Yeah. Because we, we know that Ned has shirts like that. I want to say he's got a black undershirt, like a long sleeve shirt. That's the base layer. Then he's got a white tee over that. Then over that, he's got this like plaid long sleeve or is it short sleeve? Pla- yeah, short. It's too it's much. A plaid, it's a plaid short sleeve shirt and his white tee. And I guess also either his, you know, the white tee and the base black tee are tucked into the uh, jean, into yeah, jeans. He is tucked. And I, and I don't think he's got a belt on. No, no belt. No, no belt anywhere in sight. It's a, it's a strange look. I don't know why he's tucked. I wonder if that was an accident. No, man. He wanted to like try something different today. Man, it's just kind of strange. It looks so weird. <laughs> Well, he should have a belt even if he's not tucked, but that's beside the point, I guess. True. Um, oh, actually, before this, I think it's before this, um, one of the things that uh, Ned says is so great about gym class is that there's no tests and no homework. Um, and then there's also, like, a karate class going on in gym. Yeah, it, it's the way it's, like, there's two gym classes or, like, or something, or like you say, like a sub gym class inside another gym class. Yeah, I feel like it's it's just like and this they're not week's and they're activity. not doing the same they're not doing the same thing at all. No, no, no. Because these are happening at the same time. It's Durga's class with Cookie, and then it's uh, Coach Stacks class with yeah. Ned and Moe's. Coach Stacks, spelled S T A X. Yes, who's played by Fred Williamson, and that's going to be the shout out for the episode. It's happening now. Yeah, he is a apparent legend of black exploitation cinema he was yes. also in from dusk till dawn mm-hmm. but uh give him a look yeah he's he's look, been see. in some pretty crazy movies we were looking through his imdb he's still doing a ton of stuff too he's still he's got 10 things upcoming uh, yeah so he had two things in 2019 bunch of stuff 2018 like he's still doing a ton of stuff he's been so. in 124 movies good for him um from yeah that that's this. our big shout for the movie or for this uh, episode we usually don't do a whole lot of shouts but he was in the original the inglorious bastards from 1978 which i assume inspired quentin tarantino oh shit was to, he really uh, yeah which i still Damn. haven't seen that one but that's cool yeah so he's you know he brings a different sort of flavor to the episode for sure yeah I mean, when you when you look at him, you can tell that he's been in like mm-hmm. like you like we could automatically tell he he had been in a bunch of old black exploitation movies. Yeah, he's got he that said, look. He's got the grizzled look with like the dope uh, mustache and everything. Yeah, he says uh, there's no or no. He says a ball of glass bounces higher than a ball of rubber. Yeah, I don't understand that. False. <laughs> hey, man, that's what he says. Depends on the glass and the rubber. I don't know what kind of glass really bounces that well. Like really, really, really strong glass. <laughs> it, might bounce, it might bounce off of like concrete. Maybe. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> um, yeah, so somehow um, 
Oh, actually, before I get into this part, um, Ned keeps getting flipped by Moe's and gets made fun yeah. of um, in the karate the class. Yeah, because she's um, amazing at karate, I guess. She's also got five inches on him. Yeah, she's much bigger. And a year of age. What, right? in real life? In real life and probably in the show. I mean, it's plausible that someone with a year difference could be in the same grade. That's true. You and Jess? Yeah, I mean, me and you, to a lesser extent. Yes, true. Um, yeah, but what I was going to get into is that um, Seth is uh, pretending to be Cook. He somehow uh, bamboozled him into it. I think he's going to do his homework for him or something. Hold on, before we get into that, there was yeah. this long take. Wasn't that before this? No, that was... Or was um, this after this? It was after. Because uh, okay, yeah. they do the montage before this. That's right. Okay, I don't have notes on the cookie thing. Yeah, they oh. just do a montage of like... Um, uh, Durga thinks it's Cook working out, uh, but she gets more and more suspicious as it goes on. It's really just Seth working out in Cook's tracksuit. Yeah, they switch clothes, and Cookie goes and hides off um, just behind bleachers, I guess, dressed up like Seth Powers. Yeah, the only part that he's actually in it is when um, Seth throws him over like this like military-grade climbing wall. Also, when they do laps, because he'll hide behind the bleachers, and then like Seth will tag him in, and they just run past Durga, because she's apparently not watching them like from a, a vantage point where she could see the, them complete the whole lap. She's yeah, like hidden behind this, this wall or something. <laughs> She's not looking. She's just looking at her stopwatch, man. Yeah. And the clipboard. Um, but yeah, so the long take that comes up after this, mm. it, it caught me out of nowhere. I just was watching it. And then I was like, they haven't fucking cut. And there are a lot of people coming in and out of this shot. Like a ton yeah, the of people. blocking must have <laughs> must have taken some time to work out. Oh, for sure. I mean, one, there's extras the entire time going in and out of the frame. But then, so it starts off with Ned, and then Cook comes over. And then once Cook is done talking to Ned, the bullies come in, push Cook out of frame. They come talk to him. And then Mose walks out of a classroom from behind them, comes up behind them, and starts talking to Ned after the bullies leave. Then she leaves. Cook comes back in the frame, starts talking to Ned again. And then after he leaves, Gordy comes and they pan over to him. Still the same shot, though. And he is in the um, janitor's closet next to him and calls over Ned. And that's when the shot finally ends. Like, that's yeah. a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. It's impressive. I think it's did super you, impressive. for. Uh, yeah, for, did you have the time count? Uh, so it went, it went from 1738 to 1847 in the, um, in the recording that we have watched on Amazon. Um, so it was oh, a, so little a little over a minute. Over a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, super impressive. Which when the whole episode is not even 15 minutes long, right? Or something like that. It's like, yeah, not even. <laughs> that's a good percentage of the, uh, of the screen length time. Oh Yeah. I mean, a huge percentage. So shout out Joe Me uh, Mendez, actually, who was yeah. the uh, director. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so Ned and Co and Gordy have like a heart-to-heart -heart, uh, situation because Gordy has this like one of those spy ear things. Like he's he's eavesdropping on the conversation with this special hearer thing. He's like, I know, yeah. you, I know what you guys are talking about. And he explains to, to Ned, you know, basically Ned's in a catch-22 situation. He either gets beat up by a girl or he's beat up a girl, which is a faux pas, to mm -hmm. say the least. Uh, yeah. Right? He also says that senseless violence is the last thing that we have as men. Yeah, he says we're men. We need to remain manly. Yeah. 
and ultimately does say you need to flip her. <laughs> yeah, he does say you need to flip her. But then he gets taken out of um, his janitor's closet after um, the lunch lady keeps knocking on the door and eventually drags him out because he needs to clean the cafeteria. Yeah, she drags him by his ear. He does say the classic line of like, I'll get the night guy to do it, but she's not she's not falling for that. Yeah, she says you're cleaning it now. Which makes sense. I mean, they they continually bring up in this episode how dirty the place is because Gordy's not fucking cleaning anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's got tenure, so. He does have tenure. <laughs> um, Back to the gym class with Cookie. Yes. Yeah, he gets found out. Yes. Durga is like, um, she tells him to do, she's like, Cook, I'm impressed with your numbers. You're killing it. I need you to do 50 speed push-ups right now on the floor. Yeah. And uh, he, he gets through maybe one. Maybe, not maybe, even. Not he, even one. He immediately starts crying as he falls to the floor. Yes. He falls to the floor and he starts crying. He's like, I didn't want to sweat. Yeah. And, and then Durga's, she she yeah. says that he has to run until he pukes, and that's his well. She's like a smart kid, like you should know that you know physical fitness is uh, you know next to brain strength. Yeah, I guess I don't I don't know if that correlates. It's true. I mean, I, I kind of understand where she's getting at, but you know, this kid just doesn't want to sweat. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. So he, she says originally run two miles, and he's like. What? And then she's like, just run until you throw up, <laughs> which is a crazy thing to ask someone to do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Especially a middle schooler. Um, <laughs> but I, th- I think it was actually before this is when um, Ned starts getting his training from Coach Stax. At least I, ha- I have it written down before this. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't take any notes on that. Yeah, yeah there's a sequence, another montage. Yeah, there's a little training montage where like Ned is like mopping the floor and like doing a couple other miscellaneous activities. He cause... fights he fights this remote control robot. Oh right, yeah, the robot that punches him out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Coach Stax is teaching him the way of the warrior. Um, really, the mopping was just because he said that the floor was so dirty, though. Yeah, everything's dirty. Um. But this leads into after this um, the another gym class karate session with Coach Stax and um, Ned is paired up with Mose again. Uh, Mose feels bad this time though. Yeah, she's like, I can't keep flipping you. You're just a little baby. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I see you getting picked on all the time, my dude. Yeah. So Ned's like, No, 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 I don't care. You can flip me. Yeah. I can take it or something. He doesn't want her to take a dive, essentially. Yeah, she knows he knows she's too honorable for that. Yeah. But then the bullies come over and then she flips them and then or she flips Billy and then Ned flips the curly haired guy. Cause Loomer says, I wanna see you flip this loser and she's like, Okay. Yeah, she gets him. <laughs> yeah, and then Ned like takes out the leg of the curly haired guy and like you said, flips him. Yeah. And the bald guy is just impressed. He's just laughing silently. He gives him props. Yeah, he he's not, you know. I feel like he's not as malicious as the other guys. No, he's just like there. They all have hearts, though. They all, he does get all... disintegrated, though, in the previous one. So <laughs> Yeah, but at least that was in a dream. <laughs> That's true. Um, but then the very last thing was basically that um, Cookie ends up taking sink showers. No, he takes a full-on shower, right? But just with clothes on. Yeah, but he's standing in the sink. <laughs> oh, he's standing? How is he getting water on his head? 
I don't know. He has like a hose attached, but um, the yeah, like, that's fucking Ned crazy. makes like the joke like he doesn't he hasn't understood how to take like a sink shower or some shit like that. But yeah, it's he's in full clothes, just being ridiculous, standing in a sink. Yeah. Um, but that's all the notes that I have for that episode. That pretty much wraps that one up. Yeah, that's it. That's all there is there for that one. Um, and I think that I don't know. I mean, that one was also really good. I. I Oh yeah, I feel like I would probably give it the same score, seven out of ten. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give it the same too, but mine's an eight. So nice. Yeah, they were both solid. I, I enjoyed both of them. Didn't laugh out loud a ton, but the episodes are really well done. So yes, yes. Um, props to the production team. Indeed. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the episode. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure you guys are following us on iTunes, um, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff, subscribing and shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys next time for another Ned's Classified podcast. Yep, keep checking out the uh, Drake and Josh podcast and uh, the Show Me Something podcast, also on the same feed. Yep. You get a three for one. If That's not a bargain. More, if not more for one, if if anything else gets added, who's, I don't know if there's any plans for anything at the moment, but we'll see. We just launched, you, you guys just launched that other show, so probably be a little bit. <laughs> yeah, maybe one of these days once um, yeah. Drake and Josh finishes up, because it's coming yeah, to an true. end here shortly. It is. Yeah, um, we just did the, uh, the not season finale, but should have been the season finale. Yeah, true. Series, mm-hmm. series finale. Yeah. A very good yeah. episode if you guys haven't watched it. Yeah, I'm on that one. Yeah, guest star. Oh, gosh. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next time. Mm